0: Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk AMC's Into the Badlands, Chapter 32, entitled Seven Strike is One. The final episode (sighs) of the series.
1: The final, final, final episode.
0: Yep. So, Genius and I are a little sad about this one, so we might be a little somber, but this episode was pretty damn incredible for a series finale. I mean, I do have to hand it to the cast and crew and everybody involved. This episode was pretty damn tight.
1: This was a badass episode. Yep. It
0: really, really was. So, for the sake of brevity and also our listeners, we do dive directly into spoilers. So, there's really no way that we can talk about this without spoiling it.
1: And exactly. This is the series finale. You yeah. know, I mean, come on now. Come on.
0: But you never know. Somebody might have downloaded us by accident. Right. And then all of a sudden we're ruining somebody's Christmas. Who knows? For
1: exactly. The, the last episode of the show. I wonder what this Badlands show is about. Well, never mind. <laughs> you know?
0: Womp, 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 Right? So, as an added bonus to tonight's episode, Genius and I will be kicking back some Mexican Cokes. Yes. We will not be pouring one out because that would ruin your hardwood floors. But we will be celebrating (laughs) the series finale of one of our most favorite shows ever to air on television. Into the Badlands. Mm -hmm. So, to the cast and the crew, we offer you a swig, if we could get it to you, of Mexican Coke and jelly beans.
1: Ooh. Our offering. That's the bad... That's the Badlands time. That's
0: like the worst communion
1: ever. Whatever, man. I go to that church. <laughs> Welcome, my apostles. Indel <laughs> is jelly beans, for it is my body. <laughs> the Church of Quinn.
0: We've already gone off the rails, folks.
1: I know, right? <laughs> a minute. Hey, to, um,
0: the, to the Badlands. A minute 41 in, and we've already gone to the Church of Quinn. <laughs> So, Genius and I talked off air. The best way that we're going to be able to handle this one is we're going to dive into it. But much like our Game of Thrones recap, we're not going to recap like blow for blow everything that happens. Right. Because, honestly, the martial arts action in this particular episode was top notch. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I mean, this was beyond movie quality. So, that's a huge kudos to everybody Mm -hmm. that was involved in shooting this episode. Really, season 3B and 3A. Um, so we're really just going to kind of go chronologically as we, as we get everything going, how all of our main characters of yeah. interact and break out. So the first portion we get is actually the widow goes to gives Sonny Waldo's old sword. Yeah. Now this is, this is like the, 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 I guess you would say like the cliffhanger moment because we find out that Waldo is not dead. Nobody right. knows where he's at.
1: Okay. So one apparently of my...
0: he's off shooting avatar too, Stephen Lang, but right <laughs>
1: One of my major kudos and beefs with this show represented its head today. Like this is one of, this is not the perfect episode. In fact, I'm kinda angry at this episode, but it did a fantastic job of introducing new things and then cutting loose signs right off the, the
0: They've done the it the entire series time. Now new character, dead character. Dead character.
1: There's two things that I want I, I didn't get closure on, and one was brought up by Baldo. Was, or here's Waldo's sword. Nobody knows where the hell he's at. Right. So he's out there doing his thing, which I like the idea of like Waldo
0: in the wasteland.
1: You know, he's just rolling around being Waldo's a badass. Waldo's wasteland putfer.
0: wheelchair. How's that for alliteration? There we Ooh. go. Ooh. That's wonderful. That needs to be a comic book. That's, that's wonderful and wacky. Huh? Uh,
1: so, no. So I was like, man, what happened to Waldo? We will never know. Hopefully, maybe someday. Right, same thing with Lance Hendrickson when he played the, uh, Lydia's dad. It would have been nice for him to like, you know,
0: hey, what's up? Do-do-do. Not Forest Ghost, but like at the same time. But hey, man, I would have loved to see a Forest Ghost, Lance Hendrickson.
1: But yeah, I mean, I, me too. But you know, when they did bury her with Moon, uh, going back to the last episode, they did leave the totem. So, That's true. Yeah, those are two loose yep. ends. Those are two loose ends that I was like, man, you know, that I I, I never got closure on. I just wanted to get that out of the way because we brought the uh, up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Waldo. So anyway, Waldo's sword, which is good, kind of fitting because you know that was his, uh, his like basically his trainer. Yeah, exactly.
0: Know? And I mean, it was pretty much his best friend besides mm-hmm. Vale. Mm-hmm. So you know, you had Waldo that had this this kinship with Sonny. You know, and it was a it was an awesome dynamic while we had it. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea that we don't know what happened to Waldo because now he's just kind of out there kicking ass, you mm-hmm. know, taking names and doing whatever he needs to do out in the wasteland, not even necessarily the Badland. So, in the next shot that we get is actually our seven heroes that actually come up onto this like precipice of this, not like a cliff, but it's like a little mound. I wrote squad goals. Absolutely.
1: They're looking all badass because you got like the absolute most formidable fighters in the Badlands. yeah you had
0: moon <laughs> uh-huh Gaius mm-hmm. you had widow mm-hmm. tilda uh-huh sunny uh- huh, uh-huh. and Kanan.
1: and perfect the name of the episode was seven strikes as one mm-hmm. and there's your seven badasses yeah. just right there on the looking over this army of black lotus looking dope
0: and they they gave their allegiance to him yep
1: because I mean exact even though they're like they're like, we're going to kill the dark ones. I mean, you're going to go after the dark ones, so you might as well. I mean,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, they, you know? they had to they had to form up sides at some point. But it looks sweet because they, they all
1: were just looking badass ready to fight. And I was like, yeah, rad.
0: Yeah, and there's really no allegiance. If you notice, like their costumes, they're no longer in, you know, standard butterfly garb or standard mm-hmm. Gaia, you know, Gaius Chow type of, you know, baron garb everybody's kind of in their own little outfits yeah you know and everybody's kind of on their own but they're all a collective
1: yeah even even um with, uh, badgie says later on in the episode when we we're jumping all over time he goes you know it was kind of crazy it took a psychopath to bring everybody together mm-hmm. yep you know the badlands are finally <laughs> united because this crazy guy's gonna fucking kill us all so you know i guess pilgrim did a good job you know because yeah. sure enough like you said nobody there's no allegiances there's no like I mean, there's, of course, there's the Army of the Black right. Lotus, but there's no, like, you know, the blue garb of the butterflies. There, there's no longer, there's no...
0: yeah, there's no longer any barons. Right. I mean, the the Badlands is pretty much just in dire straits at this point.
1: But it was still a badass shot, yeah. you know?
0: And I like the segue that you had there with Pilgrim, because, you know, Pilgrim is talking to his harbingers. Yeah. And he's talking to his new converts. Another one of his Pilgrim pep talks. Right. <laughs> Pilgrim pep talks. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an NPR like <laughs> snippet, right? But he brings in MK, and MK is trying to train the. You know, Pilgrim mentions, you know, you don't know how to control your dark power. Mm-hmm. But this person does, yeah. And MK comes walking in, like with his dark, dark yeah, with his dark Okay,
1: okay, maggots, drop and give me twenty, right? And he goes, no, just think about the worst possible pain you can. Use the darkness within you. Basically, he's bringing this army of dark ones, literally and figuratively. And if you're using your own hatred Mm -hmm. to bring about power. You know, that's some horrendous shit. So, you know, already that this is an army that you don't want to fuck with. And I like that the way they use that bring the darkness out within you to like definitely know that these are the bad guys. So even if even if this was your last episode or your first episode, you knew who was evil and you knew who was good. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I like that. So now that we kind of touched on the two main camps, because we're we're gonna have them separated for a second, mm-hmm. converge again, and then separated again. Yeah. Which of the two camps would you rather talk about?
1: Ooh, let's talk. Ooh, let's talk about Pilgrim.
0: Okay, because that was
1: that was some juicy shit, right? Yeah, there. because
0: we get a really good interaction between Pilgrim and Cressida. Mm-hmm. You know, because Pilgrim wants Cressida to have this dark power, even though she has her own chi. Yeah. You know, he wants her to absorb this from the Meridian Chamber.
1: Yeah, he goes. I'm gonna exterminate everybody. And we're going to have a good time because during the pilgrim pep talk, he goes, if you just go out, tell people about Azra, if they want to join us, we'll welcome them with open arms. Would you like to hear
0: the word of our Lord and Savior pilgrim? Pilgrim.
1: Right. (laughs) your Watchtower. Right. No. So he goes, go out, spread the good word. And, you know, if they don't, well, kill kill them. them. Yeah. Kill them. Decimate them. Just destroy them. And then even Crested was like, that sounds good. Go and spread the word. Wait, what? You know, (laughs) and I I think over the past couple,
0: right, because, you know, Lorraine Toussaint has done a great job Mm -hmm. of like nonverbal communication Mm -hmm. through the show. And her, her deal as Cressida was, you know, Cressida didn't sign up for that. No. You know, even with this whacked out and as many times we've made fun of evil Oprah on the show, it's still her, her idea of Azra has been to coexist, but to make a better world. Right. Pilgrim wants to make his world he
1: just wants to have just just the dark ones and she goes look i didn't sign up for this i have loved you and she even comes out and says that we've 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 all came to the conclusion that it's something wick w- icky and creepy but she goes like i've came at you as a mother figure as a woman as a lover at everybody and i've always had your back but please if you go down this dark way you will die kill me and everything around you I had this vision and you know what I gotta give it to props for Cressida she could have been like you know what it was some bad stuff and then she could have been like tried to do some mm-hmm.
0: you know, stick, yeah, some mad witchery right? yep
1: but she comes out being honest she goes I had this vision you're going down a dark path and I can't go this with you so either back up or I gotta have to stop you and he goes well you can just try because if you don't you need the dark chi too Because I don't want to have to kill you. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, I'm going to kill you. And I like with Cressida, she's like, she said, I have my own powers. I don't need any other ones. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm a priestess of Azra. I don't need any more dark chi. I got my own red chi. And he goes, nope, that ain't going to do it. And then she goes, look, I love you. Pop! And he just pops her. I was not expecting that pop.
0: Well, you know, sometimes religious zealots have to do what they got to do. Pilgrim was straight, like. Evil now, yeah. fuck him, dude. Oh, he's been evil. Yeah, he's for a been while.
1: evil. But I mean, and he goes, no, "You will do this now." we will yeah, go.
0: and and he goes, "We are performing a mercy on the mm-hmm. world," you know, by killing all these people. And Cressida just doesn't want any part of it. I mean, she she followed him for the first portion because yeah. she believed that he was trying to create a better world, right? But now he's just trying to create his world, and she does she wants no part the of apocalypse. it. the apocalypse. Yeah, she wants absolutely no part of it. So the next portion with with them that we get is that you know Pilgrim is converting. More dark ones in mm-hmm. the in the Meridian chamber, and he goes. There are only two sides in this war: the blessed and the damned. And I thought that was a great line yeah, to kind of sum up the entire show. Because back in season one, when we're talking about Quinn and the you know Jacoby and all the barons fighting each other, we had no idea. I mean, mm-hmm. we we knew that this dark chi existed because we still saw it with MK and everything else, but we didn't know that this threat was going to be step. here. Yeah. Right. So you get like it, it's just. It's awesome to see that the fact that this world has been built so much mm-hmm. over just, you know, three seasons of show, you know, and considering that the first episode, the first season was only 10 episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, are, 10 episodes or was it six? six. I can't remember. Yeah. It six and six the six 10, episodes. six, 10, 16. Mm-hmm. OK. So, yeah, I mean, you, you got this, you know, abbreviated, you know, this abbreviated type of storytelling in three seasons, but it mm-hmm. progressed pretty rapidly. Yeah. So.
1: And then he goes like, OK, so. We are now gonna go get choose the dark chi
0: in there, so and Cressida straight up refuses him.
1: No, and he goes, like, I don't want to go, but he goes, you better fucking go right mm-hmm. now. And then like, okay, look, we got boats coming in, and like that was a,
0: and that's kind of where we need to leave Pilgrim. That's kind of where we right need to
1: stop because that's yeah, because that's where it's gonna we're gonna split where we're gonna converge, right? But no. so
0: the uh, kind of rewind a little bit, and we get Sonny talking to Henry mm-hmm. uh, at the camp, and he's like, you know he's not saying goodbyes he's saying his until laters kind of deal yeah you know i want to take care of you you know i I will be back you know and i will never leave your side again to the point where you will get tired of me right
1: i'm gonna come back and then you can't get rid of me yeah so
0: and then you know the the widow even asks him you know do you regret having a child and bringing them into the badlands and then she finally kind of opens up to Sonny and says you know do you know and he's like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes. Everybody knows.
1: You can't keep secrets in the Badlands. Everybody's going around telling everybody everything. So, yeah, we know.
0: We yeah. Know. And, I mean, it, it's an awesome little, like, a very sentimental uh, snippet between Sunny and the Widow. Because these two people have been fierce foes for, you know, the the duration of the show. Mm-hmm. Up until probably the last, what what would you say, three episodes, really? Yeah because like so, right
1: before he goes hey right before all that whole nice like before he's talking to henry and all mm-hmm. that and he goes okay this is the plan we're gonna strike in a couple of hours say your last goodbyes right because you know some people are coming we're all gonna we're all gonna die yeah and so it was just like kind of like oh shit yeah we better go do it and so then that leaves Sunny to talking to henry and Widow talking to Gaius. because like you said the widow was peeping in going like oh, okay i don't regret anything no mm, nice mm-hmm. and then she goes hey I think I'm gonna keep the baby and we can do this together. And he goes, Oh hell yeah. Right. <laughs> so like and I was like, yeah, good for guys. And they have this nice moment, but then in the back of mine, I was like, man, fuck, one of them are gonna die.
0: Yeah. Right? Because we we've known that kind of like the that sequence and trope from all of the shows that we yeah. have anything anything or anytime something good happens to a main character, Someone's something terrible is bad. Something happens. terrible,
1: yeah. So I was like, uh but you saw, you sealed your death warrant with a kiss. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, so long, guys, because I, I don't think they're going to they would kill the widow because she's pregnant. But you never know. It is the Badlands. Well, it is we, the Badlands. we also
0: saw some pretty heinous stuff later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. So we get this. We get the sequence of everybody kind of game planning. It's going to be Sunny and Badgie. They're going to fight Pilgrim along with Kanan. Moon interjects himself. He's like, look, I'm coming with you. And Badgie's even like, no, that's not the plan. He goes, I don't give a shit. I'm going (laughs) to kill Cressida. He
1: goes, fuck the plan. I'm going to go kill that witch. She's going to die my blade and there ain't nothing you can do. And then Badgie's like.
0: He just kind of smirks at him. He's like, all right, I kind of like this guy. I like the cut of this guy's jib.
1: (laughs) Right? But I'll tell you what. (laughs) <laughs> when they were getting ready to get on the boats, and they had the weapons, armament scene, that was rad that, as shit. Shout out to
0: Greg D because that was a straight commando like gear up scene. Yeah, boob you, boob moob moob right, you had the widow in her and her and, and, and her, you know, her her double blades. You had S- Tilda and, and the shurikens. Yeah, you had Gaius sharpening his sword, Moon's middle finger dagger, just just making sure <laughs> yep. everything was working. Bazoo with the nunchucks. Mm-hmm. You had Kanan with the mace, and I mean. I'm sorry, but the Black Lotus probably have some of the best weapons in the Badlands. The
1: Black Lotus are fucking sweet looking. I mean,
0: Because those are destructive weapons. Those aren't just swords that will yeah. catch you up. That's some bludgeoning equipment mm-hmm. there.
1: That's in medieval madness right there.
0: And then, and Sonny doesn't even have a gear-up sequence. He's just like, okay, I'm going to put Waldo's sword in my back. There we go. Yeah, let's hey, we're do ready to rock and roll.
1: Let's do this. Because we already know he's a badass. Oh, he's absolutely. He's the baddest of
0: badasses. So we get the, the sequence, actually, and this is where everybody converges. Because now this, honestly, if... I don't want to recount everything that happens during the fight sequences because, honestly... It's just too amazing. Right, yeah. You need to see it. Yeah. Because to to just try to describe what the actors and the stunt choreographers and everybody did... We'll talk about some highlights. Right. But, but we're we not going to do it justice no, at all. No,
1: this is this was an amazing fight scene because, okay, so it was even kind of funny because, like, we talked about, they're, they're landing and then, like, we're going to go kill Cressida and, or, and the Pilgrim. You guys go... What are we going to do? You need to go stop the Meridian Chamber. Right. So, because if we can't defeat Pilgrim, at least we can stop him from creating more.
0: Yeah. And Widow even is a little bit, um, she's a little bit taken aback because she wants to go fight Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. But Sonny's like, no. You know, and I think a little portion of of Sonny is trying to protect. Her, not necessarily for her baby, but I think he realizes that something's going to happen to him. Right, you know something could potentially yeah, happen but, to him. Yeah, and that's why he makes that he makes Gaius and Widow promise. You know, if I fall, will you take care of Henry? Take care of Henry. And Gaius promises.
1: And also at the same time, if Team Hay fails. You know? Yeah, exactly. They have to have Team B. Hopefully they survived, and they succeeded to at least try and stop what Team A started. Right, exactly. So it's a good move. Even though Widow is with child, she can still fucking hold her own.
0: Oh, so, uh, and, and we saw that <coughs> quite readily in the episode. So, so then so, they
1: split up into Widow and Gaius go to the Meridian and Chamber. Tilda. And Tilda. And go to the Meridian Chamber, while Moon, Baji, and uh, Kanan go to... And Hogan Sunny. Land. Yeah.
0: Yep. And with, with everything that breaks out, we kind of get a nice little snippet of the Pilgrim also kind of discharging his troops. Mm-hmm. You know, he keeps the majority of the Harbingers with him and Cressida in, in Azra. And then he sends MK to the Meridian Chamber and tells him to protect it.
1: Speaking of that. Okay, so I, got, I wrote this down. Cressida was saved by the bell. Because right before, you know, the the battle was going to begin, they were all in the Meridian Chamber and he was making new zealots. Uh And he goes, "Okay, it's your turn. She goes, no, I don't want to do this. And he goes, no, you will come here right now or I will fuck you up. And she's like.
0: Uh, well and i think the thing that that finally made her kind of shock into reality is the fact that that one kid didn't want to do it i mean he was scared yeah that's and, right and pilgrim just grabs him and just suffocates him
1: yeah because he goes oh come here my child don't be afraid you know he goes no i'm just having second thoughts you know you you talk good shit but i'm looking at him I'm like eh, maybe i don't know you know i haven't signed on the dotted line he goes no no that's no, cool come here come here come here go to sleep right mm-hmm. didn't suffocate him like broke his jaw but, like crushed his skull in Almost to the point where I was half expecting his eyeball to pop out. But did you see at that final moment, like right when it was like that, like his last breath, he went and he did another little move that like, mm-hmm. like dislocated his jaw. And I was like, God damn, Pilgrim, that is some cold blooded shit. How are you going to dislocate somebody's jaw from the inside out?
0: It's a Pilgrim, man. Man, he's a and bad then, mofo.
1: And then that, of course, would give Cressida pause to be like, oh, yeah. And
0: I think that was really her turning point to realize that. You know, I I think she's known for a while, but I think her allegiance to him has has kinda kept her not necessarily on the straight and narrow, but just kind of siding with him a little bit. But now after she saw that, she's completely gone.
1: I thought she was gonna go all red chi and like fight Pilgrim. Try to fight him? Yeah.
0: Nah, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I'm glad she didn't I'm glad she didn't, but like I kinda wanted to see that. You know, oh, it would have been awesome. I'll show you the true
0: power of Azra, right? And just like. <laughs> <laughs> she like levitates herself. Right, because she, exactly. She was in suspension suspensions. So exactly.
1: I mean, exactly. So like the suspensions are all electri- electrified with like Azra juice coming from like the, the, the meridian chamber. I thought that would have been sweet. But she doesn't because she's saved by the bell. <laughs> then here comes the cavalry.
0: Yeah. So we've got baji and Sunny and Moon. They actually they're They're going to assault the pilgrim. Uh, Widow, Gaius, and Tilda are going to the Meridian Chamber. So, before Widow, Gaius, and Tilda get to the Meridian Chamber, they come across a nomad camp, mm-hmm. and this is what I was referring to Ooh. earlier when when you said I didn't think that the uh, end of the Badlands would kill you know Widow because she was with child. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong because yeah. when they come across that nomad camp, we see some straight up Walking Dead shit. One guy is like ripped in half. Yeah. And just, like, like torn. Uh, we don't.
1: And here's the thing. He's ripped in half, but we don't see the bottom half. Right, we just see yes. like the entrails of this guy just ripped apart, and it looks fucking great. Yeah. it looks real as shit. And then we see like burnt bodies a, and people. A mother, a, a mother with a baby. Yeah, we baby. see this mother holding this baby, and the baby's all everybody. The both of them are all burnt up and twisted and shit. And I'm like, God damn! And the next thing you know, they look up, and there's like the Ramsey Bolton flayed man right. up on the like tower of the Nomad. Camp. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what did you say it was called?
0: It's something from Vikings, the History Channel show. But <laughs> it's like it was the. It, yeah. It's like the 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 bloody eagle or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty it's horrific gnarly. because in Vikings they actually do it. Yeah. So definitely check that out if you're if you're a fan of the show.
1: This showed in graphicness. Yeah. That and they also said fuck a couple of times on this episode.
0: Which okay. Well, we got to hold on to that one it was because was glorious. Because when they drop it, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, it is. But anyway, but, this is
1: a lot more graphic and a lot more like. Profanity and wonderfully.
0: Hey, man, they had to it go out with wonderful.
1: a bang. I mean, exactly. If you're going to go out, like a fuck the sand so, <laughs>
0: Yeah, what are you going to do? Find us? Take I us know, off the exactly. air? Oh, no. So, <laughs> it's is Tilda. Like the last
1: day of school? Yeah, <laughs> you're like exactly. Shit, you're tipping over you trash know? cans as you're running I already out. I got my test scores in. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> you're tearing out pages out of <laughs> library books. <laughs>
1: Schools out for Badlands.
0: <laughs> so, Tilda, Gaius, and Widow, they find this camp, and, and that kind of like gives us the ending to their little walkabout portion until they actually get to uh, the the Natural History Museum but when they go to back to Sonny and Baji Sonny and Baji are leading the Black Lotus mm-hmm. so it's it's awesome to see the the interplay between Sonny and Baji because I mean these guys these guys have been together since yeah. season two mm-hmm. you know and to see their interplay is, is great because Nick Frost brings a very effortless co- uh, comedic Type timing to everything, yeah, and I think it brings out a lot in Daniel Wu during the during their interplay.
1: They had a great thing. He goes, you know what? I don't know if we should do this because I don't want to go on any, any boats anymore. And he goes, I don't like the sea. He goes, What do you mean you don't like the sea? You used to be a pirate. And he goes, Well, you don't like killing anymore, and you used to be a clipper.
0: No, he said, you used to be a clipper, but you still kill a lot of people. And I was like, Damn, Bashy. Right? all right, cool. And
1: they just <laughs> walk away, you know. And then right after that, <laughs> that was a good moment of levity. Because then right after that. They're like, a widow's re- still reeling from this horrendous sight that she saw at this, like, mm-hmm. had the people torn up. And she goes over to Tilda, she goes, look, let's go and fight, but why don't you stay here, take care of things, don't fight, go and live your life, go fight for something else. You know, Odessa, you can still win her back. Because maybe you should fight something for that you would care about. And she goes, Mom, you know what? Fuck Odessa. You mm-hmm. know? I'm cool. I'm going to follow you. I'm ready to fight. We got to fight for this.
0: I mean, you got the Iron Rabbit. Come on now.
1: Exactly. So it was a good thing because she, she could have been like, okay, mother. You know? And just like walk away. Well, and and,
0: and I've got a theory for that that I'll, I'll drop later on in the episode when we talk about it. So when we actually get to, you know, the the... Natural History Museum Pilgrim tells one of his followers, you know, leave the gates unlocked. I want them to come yeah, in here. Yeah, come on, come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we we see a lot of slash and uh, slash and dicing and everything in Sunny Kanan, Baji and you know, they get inside the actual chamber where uh, Pilgrim is. Well, okay, not going to describe it in detail because this was the first fight sequence that was just epic, grand in scale and amazing.
1: The whole, the whole the last 20 minutes was nothing but fight. Mhm. Okay, that was just, I was just the last 5 minutes when it wrapped up, but there was a good like even without commercials, mm-hmm. it still would have been 20 minute fight and it was glorious. Absolutely because it was. Because even when he broke them up in two camps, there was still just like both were just fighting, 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 fighting. But when um are we talking about the Pilgrim Bashy side? Yeah. Okay, when they go in and uh they're like, "Oh, now Pilgrim, we got gotcha, you," right? And then Pilgrim's like, "All right. Come on, then, And they're ready to attack. Then when the his accolades, the monks, came mm-hmm. from behind the walls and on the side of the walls, it kind of gave me not, not like a jump scare, but I was like, ooh, they're in dire straits now. We're in for a badass fight. And we got a badass
0: fight. Absolutely. Because one of the things I thought that was most interesting about the fight sequence with with Kanan and, and all those guys is that Kanan and Baji know how to turn off the dark power. Mm-hmm. And they were turning off the dark power on everybody who they couldn't kill. They would turn off the dark power and they would push them towards Sonny and Sonny would just slice them up.
1: No. And then, but here's the thing, they wouldn't kill them when they had the dark ones. They would wait till they turn off their powers and, and then, then sit, they would right? kill, right? <laughs> you know?
0: And it's like, how many times, I mean, how many throats did Sonny let open during that whole thing? <laughs> right? Because there were at least like, I think six or seven that like Kanan would turn off the power and push him towards Sonny and he'd just be like oh okay there's another one
1: and but, then even later uh, Badgie would turn off somebody's power and like choke him out mm-hmm. and snap their neck and and bravo on everybody in this fight because there was some like just kung fuery.
0: There, there was one thing in particular that I wanted to talk about and it's it's from, from Sonny it's Daniel Wu mm-hmm. when he's doing they, they do an, a really good job in the show about doing overhead aerial shots yeah. and he's encircled by like the acolytes yeah. And he, he's doing this spin and it's, it's like almost like a clock, mm-hmm. but it's just beautiful the way they shot it. But it was just in, insanely talented the way that it was pulled off. Violent ballet. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, that was, that was a very good looking shot. I'm um, just disarming them and taking them out mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Um, though it was just a good fight. And then it's like, Oh, let's get them. Right. I got to say they're kicking some ass. Uh, uh, everybody's always talking about, like in action movies, well, if they're so badass, how come it's, there's a whole bunch of people that are circling around them and they only wait like one at a time and everybody get them? They don't not go one at fight, a time now. No. Not in this fight, not in the Badlands, man. Uh, Sonny was taking out four or five dark ones at once. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, and he's just like, bip, 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 bip. Badgie's got two or three on the ropes and Kanan's just tearing up like too pop 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 pop, but like different too. Just keeping everybody at bay, just like going through and like just tearing people up. It was glorious. It was a great great fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, we've already ranted and raved about it for like yeah. the past five minutes. But I mean, <laughs> so I mean, it, honestly, it, it, go and seek out that particular episode. Yeah. I mean, seek out the whole series. You know, get get some traction to potentially have another you know production house bring this back for season four. Mm-hmm. Because as we'll talk at the end of this episode it does give a little bit of hope you know for something other than just this this series to end like this yeah so we get the battle in the temple and then we cut to the battle in the meridian chamber with mm-hmm. mk and this is another one i mean there was a lot of there was a lot of aerial acrobatics there was a lot of um, i'm wanting to say stunt wire work which was great. Yeah. And to think that MK has progressed this much to where he can fend off Tilda, Widow, and Gaius yeah. all at the same time. Here's
1: the thing fuck MK. All right. He comes in, and he comes in looking all like burnt. And you're like, oh, you even think you said, it like, oh shit, here comes Two Face, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then here he comes and he goes, all right, let's do this. And he starts just talking mad shit to the widow.
0: Well, he starts to barter with her, you know. Hey, a pilgrim can unlock your dark power. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that what you've always wanted? And it was just like, ah, eh, screw you, dude. Let's fight. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's go. Let's
0: go. And they were doing some pretty, uh, some pretty awesome wirework, some pretty awesome like kung fu treachery. I mean, they were mm-hmm. bouncing off the gigantic stones inside the the Meridian Chamber. And we finally find out that MK can't kill Tilda.
1: Yeah, no, there, was a, there he, was a beat where, like, he, ha- he had he everybody had a sword the rope, Knocked them all down, and he just was like... And then he's like, uh-oh, it's Tilda. And instead of, like, killing and giving her a death blow, just stick, just, like, pops Knock, her on yeah, the noggin, to, knocks her out, and throws her aside. Meanwhile, Gaius and Widow are charging at him. Now, here's the thing. I'm not calling bullshit. I'm not calling bullshit, okay? Because it was an op- awesome and epic fight. However, I still can't... In my heart of hearts... I don't believe that the widow could not defeat MK by him by herself let alone with guys. You know what I'm
0: saying? Well, Even she with didn't, dark chi. She didn't have her power. And Well, I mean, we've already seen it with, with Castor and Nyx. Yeah. I mean, they're able to obliterate, you know, an entire, like, squad by themselves. Yeah. So I think that at this point, MK is just so enraged, and it's it's kind of like one of those things where I, I would He's think that... He's out. Right. The the angrier he gets, the stronger his, That's his true. dark power is.
1: And she's also kind of like... Got a little bit more to live for us. So right. I mean, she tried to save him.
0: Right. You know, when, when she locked him up in the opium yeah, den. Yeah, she
1: still cares about not only, like, trying to save MK, but also the baby inside of her. And the Oman. world.
0: Right. You know, she's so trying to make the world a better place. Maybe
1: she's a little bit more guarded, but I'm just thinking, like, come on, Widow, fuck him up. I mean, the whole time I'm like, fuck him up. And they gave a good try. But I got to give props to MK, man. He was doing some great shit. Yeah, Aramis I mean, Knight.
0: And, and this is something I think we've seen since the beginning, uh, the beginning of the show. Back when he was Sonny's Mm Colt, you know, he was there were a lot of um, stunt work that like the individual actors had done. But I mean, you can see literally like his progression as a as a stunt actor. Right. Like throughout the, the sequences of all the shows. Because, I mean, now he's, he's you know, he's obviously more muscular than what he was at the start of the show. Yeah. But now he's more, uh, I guess you would say, Fe- trained. Fearful. yeah. He's more trained Especially now. Especially
1: more than the sh- when he's at the Shaolin Temple. No, I'm not
0: even talking about just that. I'm talking about as an actor. He's more yeah. comfortable performing the stunt work. Yeah. And it shows because you don't get any kind of, like, weird, you don't get any weird edits because I think the, the showrunners and the people responsible... You know, give a little bit more responsibility to the actors and say, "Okay, can you do this?" Mm-hmm. And I think Aramis Knight was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do. I'll do the MK fight sequences." Here's the thing: ever since day
1: one, I've always been like, "Fuck MK," right? But I wouldn't say it to his face. <laughs> so.
0: You just hope he doesn't have Dark Chi in real life?
1: Right. It doesn't matter. Even if he has, like, no Chi, she'll kick my ass. Right? Sorry, Mr. Knight. You know? But, yeah, man, I mean, t- taking
0: that character from somebody that we absolutely hated to somebody that we absolutely hate. Yeah. some Even the just more. Was, he, was,
1: he was mildly annoying. I liked him when it was the adventures of Sonny and him, but then he was kind of endearing, but then... For turn that lovable scamp into like someone. One like, of the most hated characters that, on the show. Fuck that dude, right? right?
0: So I mean, that, that's Props just to him. Yeah, huge kudos to that. Fuck MK. So when they get into the the actual like the temple of Azra, they when yeah. you know they cut back to pilgrim and the fight sequences, Moon is just you know just surprisingly vanishing. He's gone, just poof. So he goes after Cressida, mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, nice.
1: Yeah. Well see, here's the thing. Okay, so first of all, we gotta backtrack a little bit because I gotta talk about going back to the fight. We talked already about the good side, you know, with Sonny and Badgie and all them, all their like highlights. Dude, Pilgrim fucked those Black Lotus up. Oh yeah, he did. That little Every single one him. of them. Yeah, when he did that sideways double punch uh-huh. and like knocked that dude into like a stone thing. Pilgrim to- punch! Right? That was a sweet shot. Okay, so yeah, props to uh props to Pilgrim. Pilgrim props. <laughs> now, of this complete breakfast, pilgrim pops. But, um, no. So then we see Cressida. She's about to bounce. She's like, you know what? No matter who wins, I'm out. Yeah. You know? And
0: Eli comes into the chamber. You know, we, we called him Di- Dr. Dr. Creepy. Creepy. Yeah. yeah Dr. And he comes in and he's, I, he, I think he knew. That she was trying to escape.
1: Did you think? Because he's over there. She's over there, like, you know, putting all of her shit in a bag. Oh, Pilgrim
0: told me to get these scrolls. These these ancient scrolls,
1: child, for Azra must live again, you know? So I wanted to ask you that. Look, was like, did you think he was like, yeah, he's gonna fuck you up. Let's go out.
0: Or I, I think Eli knew. And you I think, think so. I think what his turning point was was being able to see Pilgrim just be this like angry individual. But he likes that. He's Dr. Creepy. Well, right, but I think he, he knows that Crest is not really down with that, you know, because he calls her, you know, the high priestess and he right. understands like her part in this whole deal. So I think the, the deal with um allowing him to or allowing her to try to escape, I, I think he did that for a reason. You know, so I I think he has a respect for Cressida, you know, yeah. and, and, a, and a, an honest fear of Pilgrim.
1: Like you know, I'm turning the other way. I won't say nothing. Right, exactly. Right.
0: You know, I ain't gonna say nothing if you walk out that door that I just left open. You know, so we get Moon finding Cressida, and she's she's by the shore. She's gonna take a, a boat away, and Cressida mentions. I mean, and and this was cool because you you had some of the harbingers come after Moon, and he uses the darts. Yeah. And one guy actually gets him on the ground, and he uses the short sword and pushes it through the throat. Just to... Like and it's that. like wow, it's it's like an awesome bloodletting,
1: right? It was sweet, but it was it was not sweet. Here's here's my here's my major, my major 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 one of my major beefs in this entire episode.
0: But before we get to your beef, because I know where it's going. Cressida looks at Moon and says, you're not going to kill me, are you? Because I'm unarmed. I'm I'm a woman. I'm
1: an unarmed woman. I I can't do this. What about your honor? What about your honor? What about your honor? This was great.
0: The best line uttered on Into the Badlands, and it was just so, like, just dead in delivery. Right? I mean, it wasn't boisterous. It wasn't like, you know, some kind of grandiose. It was just, fuck honor. (laughs) I was like,
1: yeah! Oh, I cheered. I cheered. He goes, fuck honor. I was like, yes! For someone... <clears throat> so honorable as Nathaniel Moon, where everything that he's been about has been about honor. You know, from what he wanted to do to be the best Clipper around when he was ready to die, right? To when he got a new zest in life to fighting Pilgrim and going after Sonny mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, it was all about his honor. Even like Lydia and everything was about like, you know, what I'll give away my honor for you, but you know what, I want still my honor. Everything was on her. And finally, when losing Lydia was a lichpin, so that was a wonderful, cathartic fuck on her. You know, from that character. That was a very cheer-worthy thing. But it was a boo-worthy thing, too. Because I it pissed me off.
0: Oh, I know. I I was very much the same way because I want a catharsis for Nathaniel Moon. Me, too.
1: So he goes, fuck on her. And she goes, ah, ha, ha oh she's all scared she's got on the ropes because he's like about to fuck her up right and then all of a sudden this like one of Dr. Creepy's goons one of the like dark Chee ones hired hired goons hired goons Goons. goons. (sighs) right jumps Nathaniel Moon and that's where he gets the cool like stick in the throat yeah it was a violent good kill oh yeah it was but then he gets up and then is on this little putt-putt motorboat I'll see you next time Nathaniel Moon (laughs) we'll meet again Moon and then Moon's like man fuck right like ah he should have like pip 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 piff and shot he, some darts. He
0: already used his darts. Remember, I know, but it's ah. when the, when the harbingers were coming after him. He he already used the darts because remember, he's got four knuckles. He's got four darts. He only shot a couple. Yeah, you know, he he yeah. he, he had already used a couple. Ah, so see, he should have reloaded. Should have reloaded. Right, major 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 beef major. Beef. I don't have beef with that because I'm, I'm, I'm still holding out hope that, you know, the hashtag save the badlands See, the is going to save it for either, you know, somebody's going to come by and pick up the rights to it and we're going to carry it on.
1: That's the thing. Okay. I was thinking about this before we go on the show. You know, when we come to this, this is, this is my major beef and I have another couple of little major beefs at the very end of a little major I, beefs. Yeah. Little, like sliders, um, mm, slider beefs, mm, sliders, but like, but it kind of like, If this is the end and that's all we hear, it will get stuck in my craw. If there's a continuation of some sort, then I would be happy. This is one of those main things. If this is all we ever hear about Nathaniel Moon in any way, shape, or form, whether it be like another spinoff series, a comic book, a web series, fucking fan fiction, anything. If this is the end of Nathaniel Moon and his adventures, I'm going to be Fucking pissed. If this is like a leadoff to the Nathaniel Moon Chronicles or something, then I'm gonna be like, okay, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm I'm so completely with you. But that's where I'm like that's where I'm torn with this this part and a couple of the end of the endings. Right.
0: No, and I'm I'm completely on board with you, man, because I think we need that catharsis for yeah. Moon because I mean he's lost everything. Yeah. You know, he's already lost it twice. Yeah. You know, so for for that to happen to him it just seems kind of I don't know, man. It just seems kinda of like the, the cliffhanger that I didn't want. Right. So so we go back to the Meridian chamber and they're still going through and they're fighting, 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 and MK is obviously overpowering everybody. He knocks Gaius into the into the wall, knocks, knocks, his knocks ass him out. Not necessarily knocks him out, just knocks him to indispose him. Tilda is still kinda of a little groggy when she's getting up and MK has the widow pretty much dead to rights. Lunges at her. Tilda gets up, takes, you know, falls on the sword essentially. And MK is just like, Oh shit. I killed Tilda.
1: MK was going to kill a pregnant woman. Right. Just like stick right in the meridian chamber until, Tilda steps in and saves the day. And that kind of like, and she's like, when he, when, when Tilda got stabbed and she had that look like, Holy shit. That's and his then, friend. Exactly. And then he had that like, Holy shit. That like stopped him dead in his tracks.
0: There were three Holy shits because, yeah. because yeah. when Tilda goes, Oh, Oh, Holy shit. MK goes, holy shit. And I looked back at you while we were watching the episode and I'm like, holy Holy shit. shit. Because the next thing we see is the widow is pissed.
1: Yeah, because as she drops, this is a crazy shot. As Tilden drops, it just reveals because it's right in front of him. It's like MK's point of view. It just reveals this, this widow, the face of shock and horror and sadness and anger. Just anger and she looks up at MK and just the fire. You can do before shit goes real. Just the fire and like I was like, holy shit, MK. I even wrote in my notes. MK, you done
0: fucked up. Yeah, because the widow looks at MK and says, Now you will feel my pain. Mm -hmm. And it just like the the darkness doesn't even just like flash it just is instant it's like
1: but it's not even just regular dark chi because you saw the dark chi like spread out to her like face and like yeah it was sweet because it was just all it's like hey guess what mk
0: you you got widow to unlock her chi now what
1: when she unlocked her chi i audibly cheered i was like yeah oh i did too i was waiting for this moment and she pulls out some force shit
0: Oh yeah right. She straight up palpatine his ass Yeah she did I mean she threw him Up against the Good. wall With like a force push Yes Threw him to the ground Picked him up mm-hmm. Threw him against The main part of the Meridian chamber And then she's just like No mercy Right Takes the dagger That has the inscription No mercy No mercy, mercy on which it Which is a callback To the uh, season one And mm-hmm. she just jams it in him and i'm just like oh shit that's awesome the only thing Sticks i wish to the meridian chamber yeah exactly that's the only thing i wish she would have like forced it through him so hard that it like stuck him to the stone right stick around
1: <laughs> and then the stone falls down onto the electrical thing and... <laughs> right then blows him up because they're trying to plant the bomb in the meridian chamber so but i like what happens to the like oh and, she, and then she turns off her Dark Chi, just poof, like that. And then that. she
0: comes back to realize mm-hmm. that she has destroyed somebody that she tried to save. Yeah. You know, so the Widow is not completely bad, and she doesn't know how to control this power. We know that. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, man, when that happened, I mean, that's something. That, that's a catharsis for you and I, because we've been waiting for that for I a long time. I wanted to see
1: the Dark Chi. wanted her to do it so much. It was fantastic. I was so excited when that happened. Yeah. And then to find out even better, Tilda's still alive. Like, hey we got a Barely. pulse. Yeah, we got a we got a pulse. We gotta get her out of here and go, let's go to a medic. Like, all right, let's go. And then they hop in the uh, van and then they off they go.
0: Yeah, and Gaius blows up the Meridian chamber with, with MK inside, Kaboom. or the body of of MK inside. Kaboom. And then we go back to Pilgrim and Sonny's fight. And this was one of the ones where we we kinda had not necessarily issue, but I mean it was it was kind of a, a very tense moment for me because we see that Pilgrim bests Sonny. Mm-hmm. and this that's is everybody it. and it, you know he, he knocks out Kanan he knocks Bagie down to the ground and the the cool little sword play kind of dance that they do because Sonny has Waldo's sword and he, he slices it Pilgrim Pilgrim catches it turns it around and Sonny and him are doing this like weird like almost like two-step with the sword in between them mm-hmm. well Pilgrim gets the sword from him and runs it through Sonny's stomach yeah so you're thinking at this point oh shit okay Sonny's dead because he does you know much like the promotional posters that we saw he falls to his knees and he's kind of in the the praying pose mm-hmm. with the sword behind him mm-hmm. on the ground
1: yeah I was like oh no not Sonny right I was like huh? I gasped I didn't know what to expect because I mean that was a killing blow Pilgrim just was, wasn't just like ah he I was expecting him to like twist and like now you die brother
0: right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that but he was p- pulling the sword out. And this is, again, not like
0: how badass Sonny is right now. how
1: You underestimate how badass Sonny is, because as he was going to pull the sword out to do some more stabbery, uh, Sonny was like, nope, and pulls it back closer into him. Right. And then that made him go, holy shit, this dude's crazy. And that <laughs> gave him just the right moment. For badgie to strike.
0: Yeah, and you can see it like over over Pilgrim's shoulder. It's just like a little bitty mouse up on like the catwalk, and it's just badgie. I mean big mm-hmm. old badgie. Mm-hmm. And he's got the suspension hooks that Cressida used. Jumps down, sticks Pilgrim.
1: Right in the back, right in the fucking shoulder blades. I ah. hey, what better place you're gonna you gonna <laughs> hang him up? Right? Can't do much if you got your arms incapacitated. That exactly. that made me wince. And then next thing you know, he's over there like, well shit. Might as well pull him up. So, that brr- And that was, brr- was
0: kick ass because, you that know, Baji is the only person that would be big enough to pull Pilgrim up. Yeah. And he's actually still struggling because, you know, Pilgrim is is wincing in pain and everything else while he's being suspended. Mm-hmm. And Baji's sitting there screaming at Sonny, get up, get up, get up. And then we get an awesome. You know, an awesome kind of tag team move. You know, almost like the Dudley boys. Yeah. You know, you got Bagie holding the chains that are suspending Pilgrim. Sonny jumps off his shoulders. I
1: was screaming, get up, too. I was like, come on, Sonny. Get up, get up, get up, like get, Mickey, up. get up. Like Mickey, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey, Mickey loves, loves you. you.
0: <laughs> and we we get this this awesome like slow-mo shot of sunny just jumping through the air mm-hmm. and he buries waldo's sword in the pilgrim while he's still suspended and i'm like damn that's cold blood and
1: he holds on to him for a minute the only thing that would have liked better is if he would have like let Gravity slid down and his sword with the sword <laughs> and just like bifurcate him just like funk right just gore brain down and like Badlands, You know. <laughs> it
0: spells it out on the floor, pilgrim's blood. Right? That
1: would have been rad. But still, getting stuck in the air like like the world's grossest pinata is pretty fucking rad.
0: You <laughs> so know? We we got sunny Finally killing the pilgrim. And to add insult to injury. He falls that, down hard. Well, yeah, he falls down hard, but to add insult to injury, Baji ties the two chains to, to, a to a dinosaur to leave Pilgrim up there. He's like, no, nah, this dude ain't getting back down.
1: Pilgrim got Tyrannosaurus wrecked.
0: Uh, I like it. <laughs> I definitely won't edit that out in post. I liked it. But we find out that when, when Sonny falls to the floor, you know, he's mortally wounded, and as his life essence is slipping away. We find out that he his chi unlocks itself, and he's got the master's chi. Yeah,
1: it's that orange like yeah, it's the orangish yellow chi. Yeah,
0: yeah, the the like the ultimate chi, and I'm just like, wow, okay, neat.
1: And then it fades to black for a little bit.
0: Yep, and then as you know, everything is kind of breaking out there. We get you know the uh, the widow back at the Meridian chamber before it blows. She puts the, the the Azra compass in MK's hand and says, you know, I hope you find your Azra. That was sweet. Yeah, and then Gaius blows the chamber. Widow looks back and sees what I wrote in my notes. Widow looks back and sees pieces of MK raining down from above
1: and <laughs> a big hole in the ground. Yeah. And then we pan up the moon. Moon looks up and he's got this nice little smile going. Okay, at least one plan worked. Yep. You know, so off to find Cressida. Grumble,
0: grumble. <laughs> so we, we get the big question, you know, is Sonny dead? Is Sonny not dead? See, we we get like a burial sequence in a cave with Kanan and Bajie. And
1: then I thought once the burial sequence, like, you know, like, oh, maybe that Chi was a red herring. He's dead. And I'm like, OK, I can live with that, you know, because Bajie is like, I'll take care of Sonny like he's my own boy, except the whoring. And the other terrible the shit drinking, I yeah, yeah, exactly. And that'll take care of him again. Nick Frost, moment of levity, loved it. It was perfect. It was great for his character. Um And everybody's all sad and stuff, and then, and then it just stops right there, and then it goes off into um. like master almost dream a, World. like
0: almost a, yeah, a dream sequence, yeah, where you know Sonny's kind of walking through, and he gets up out of the snow, and everything's white, you know, kind of like what we saw with with uh, the previous episode, and then we see the master walking toward him. And, you know, she says that, you know, there is a more dire threat. Mm-hmm. You know, your work is not done here. Your your chi is actually healing you slowly.
1: As, mm-hmm. So you, you still have more things to do. A more ancient evil has been awoken. Yep. And I was like, is he going to fight monsters now? That was my, like, original thing. Sunny versus monsters. Right? And then come, it's like, oh, okay. And then it cuts back to the real world, the real world, where we're at now. And Basically, e- the, the ruins of the Meridian Chamber. Yeah,
0: and Eli's walking through all this ash and yeah. fire and dust Dr. and Dr. Creepy's
1: walking through this big stink hole in the ground, right? Flaming rubbles and shit. And then he sees this animal paw, right? And then when he's, when we see the animal paw, I'm like, okay, so we know that an ancient evil has been awakened. So my mind is racing because we already have people with, like, dark fucking powers. Yeah, you're thinking flying. Godzilla. Right? Yeah. I'm thinking anything. I'm thinking fucking, you know, it could be... The lichens, Right. Werewolves. So, like, you see this paw, and I'm like, holy shit, it's a big monster. Okay, so we got monsters in the Badland. I'm down with that if they're cool. But then, even better, he digs a little bit further down, and he pulls out a gun. Yeah, he finds a double-action revolver. Right? And I'm like, that is the ancient evil that the master was talking about exactly. so now we enter gunplay into the badlands that changes the whole game and what worse person to have it in then than dr fucking creepy so like and then he looks in the camera and goes boom and shoots it and then the end
0: that's I, the only beef i've got with the, the episode honestly because if that gun is that dirty it's you know been buried in in I mean I wanted it to like daffy duck him. <laughs> I wanted like the sure barrel to explode things. and like his mouth is turned to the back. MK2. Ah. But yeah, it's just like man, come on. You know you don't fire a dirty gun. I like the shot, they though. don't know about they don't know about guns. It so. was a
1: cool shot though. But, no, I
0: I just kind of found that kind of kind of funny. So, mm-hmm. but we see that Eli gets the gun and you know, apparently weapons are you know reintroduced into the you know, in firearms the, in, in the badlands. Yeah. yeah. So now it's going to be whoever has, you know, it's an arms race at this point now. Mm-hmm. And we so just end the we, show on that. And we end it
1: there. And that's that's where I got to go back to when I talked about the moon where I have my main beef. This is my main beef with this. The way that it ended. If it's to lead to something else, I will be extremely happy. If it doesn't lead, there was a lot of different parts that didn't have the catharsis in it. We've already been, now we have a cliffhanger that like the Badlands has bad shit and Sonny's still alive. And the fact that the end of the show is this, knowing that there's more adventures of Sunny to be had, is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not angry and I'm not disappointed because this was a fantastic episode. A lot of different ways, if they went out, the way they went out, I would have been fine with but, like, the fact that Sunny's still alive that we know and there's more shit to be had, it felt like there was no closure. I didn't feel any closure with Bajie, you know? And, like, I'm, I, I can see where the widow's going to go, and I felt closure with the widow and all of her good stuff. I felt mm-hmm. closure with that. But with the Sunny Bajie, I didn't feel closure. And with Moon, I didn't feel closure.
0: Right, and I think the the one for me, at least, that stands out is just the moon thing. I, I think I liked the way that the writers wrote this episode and kind of leaving everything open for the main characters that we liked. Yeah, and I like them in re reintroducing you know the main threat of firearms. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it just it brings a different dynamic to the Badlands because now you know just like I mentioned previously, it's a arms race. Yeah, you know, it's no longer swords and crossbows and everything else. It's like who has the gun and who has a who has a bigger gun. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I, I think that portion of it I I, I really enjoyed and I really yeah. like the way that they wrote yeah. that. The only beef I've got is with the moon part. So, with that being said, do we have anything else that you'd like to touch on with the episode? Mm-mm. Okay, so like we do with every episode on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. I'll pose two questions to you. Yeah. How would you rate this episode and how would you rate the series overall?
1: As for this episode, For this episode, I would have to say I'm going to go, and I know it's bringing my own bias into it, and I know it's bringing my own, like, one anger that the thing is closing and Mm -hmm. me not feeling closure. But I'm going to go, like, seven and a half. Okay. Still a decent score. A decent score. The fight scene, seven and a half, eight. The The fight scenes were amazing. Some of the best fighting I've seen in any show. But the fact that I don't have closure on a lot of stuff, it really kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I get you. It, it, it took away from my score because if this is the last I hear of badgie, if this is the last I hear of moon, if this is the last I hear of Sunny, now that there's bad, now that there's like guns Even in the badlands. Yep. right. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if this leads, if this is the, the, the be- closing of one chapter, the beginning of another <laughs> chapter, I will give this fucking score eight and a half. I will pump it up the score. You know, I'll go back and, like, you know, put an asterisk on it. But if this is the end of it, seven and a half, man. Okay.
0: So then how would you rate the show overall? Dude,
1: nine and a half. Nine and a half. Consistently. There's been some missteps. There's been some, like, not filler episodes in the earlier season, but you could tell that there was some They were trying to find their footing. Mm-hmm. But I think well, once they did, everything was amazing. This was a fantastic show that was taking away too early.
0: Yeah. This
1: is an amazing, an amazing show for action fans and for kung fu fans and for like story driven fans because exactly. there's some rad ass shit going on in here yep. a lot of good themes being said and a lot of different good point of view So, overall, dude, like I said, there were some missteps, but nine and an amazing, an amazing show.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to actually echo your sentiment. For the episode, I'm actually going to go high. I'm going to go eight and a half Mm -hmm. because I think the only portion that I had, like, a little bit of slip-up or a trip on was the Nathaniel Moon not getting a real closure. Yeah. I like the fact that they kept everything open with Sonny, with, you know, with Baggie. I like my imagination being able to tell me where those characters are going. Yeah. I don't need them to tell me where it is. Because I, I kind of get a chuckle or a laugh every time I think about what Bajie's going to be doing that's after true. this is done. That's true. So I, I think the Nathaniel Moon piece of it was just my only misstep. Now, as for the series as a whole, this is probably my favorite series that's ever been on television. Yeah. So I'm going to go almost a 10. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and just like you said. You Absolutely. Know, there have been, you know, episodes that we haven't necessarily liked. You know, we, we've had more story-driven episodes. Some that you know, we didn't really kind of messed with the flow a little bit. But when you talk about you know from the production values, yeah, the way that they shot the series, yeah, the actors that they brought in that were not necessarily really super well known actors, and they carried the show better than mm-hmm. you know better than I think anybody could. You look at the diversity of cast. I mean, when when, when they bring in Sherman Augustus. When they bring in Lewis Tan, when they bring in Lorraine Toussaint, and, and all these people that that give this nice little mixture to the the cast and
1: badasses in their own right.
0: And I like the fact that m- the majority of the the interesting characters in this show were women. Yeah, you know, we oh, absolutely that, it's, it's underrepresented in anything in in Hollywood and television, whatever you want to say. But you know, since day one, we've been singing the praises of Emily Beecham. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And the, her ability to, I mean, she pretty much carried the show. I mean, the widow is a large, large portion of the show. I mean, even, even so much that we lost sight of Sonny for a couple episodes and we even called it that we lost, uh, we lost sight of him and she was still able to carry the show on. So, I mean, I'm going to go 10 on the show as a whole. Yeah. You know, this is definitely going to be for me. It's going to be a buy on Blu-ray, which I already own the first two seasons. I can't wait for like the the, the box set. Yes. Like if they
1: had like the complete series box set and it came with like a like bookends where it was like Sunny's sword and you could put it through
0: in Nathaniel Moon's hand on the other side, right?
1: Or like you know how in the very first episode, episode one, the fight one where he sticks that dude into the tree, uh-huh. like that's the bookend where it's like one dude's sword,
0: and then there's any, your books and like I think the other it needs side to it's like
1: the tree with the, thing <laughs> with the stick on <laughs> the end of it, yeah
0: badlands little trunk on the side yeah so absolutely man i mean i don't think we can sing the praises of the no, show enough absolutely because i mean everything was top notch and i i'm still saying it giovanni Lapari, i need that blue coat that nathaniel moon wore I know, and you know what and I, you want the wonka suit i that want had. i
1: want the badland wonka suit the badlands one man if you ever and you know what i think we probably i do even have to alter it i think we could probably fit in the same probably, side probably. you know just like boom perfect perfect if you ever if there's ever a badlands garage sale absolutely Holler how your boy
0: (laughs) so with that being said you know we sung the praises of the show and we're gonna go ahead and close this out on a high note Mm -hmm. on behalf of my co-host genius mcgee i'm dustin p and i'm gonna pour
1: one out for the badlands